0: and welcome to the go tech please and die podcast a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying i'm nathan i'm evan
1: i'm matt i'm josh
0: and we get to for the second time in conference usa history play a team named old dominion
2: god old dominion just like gives me ptsd flashbacks
1: just hearing that also sounds like a shitty country band (laughs)
2: pretty sure it
0: is a shitty country band yeah, the last time Tech faced Old Dominion was in our second year in the league, known as Conference USA in 2014, and now the second to last year of Conference USA as we know it is when we'll play Old Dominion again. Nice little pseudo bookends for KUSA as we know it. Last time that was a 30 to 27 loss in overtime. This time it may be worse, based on how we're feeling right now. Yeah, this on the is Monarchs are Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Monarchs are one and six so far on the year, but don't laugh. We're two and five.
2: I laugh at both of us. Yeah,
0: you probably should. They have one win. It's against the FCS program down the road, Hampton. Against FCS teams, this is their average final score. They score 19.2 points, they give up 35.5. Ah. These have not been close games. Uh, So we feel pretty good about this, right?
1: Did they blow out Hampton? Yeah, I think they 40, did.
0: Forty-seven to seven. Yes,
3: uh, mm-hmm. Hampton.
1: Shouts out HBCU. Um, do I feel good about this game?
0: No. <laughs> like, before we talk about anything, before we talk about how bad they are on offense, defense, whatever. It's up to you, right? I'm yeah. not playing.
1: The, I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> yeah, <Nothing's, that's> fair. <laughs> not, Tech is the Tech is they're they're not the worst by record, but they have to be. They are one of the worst teams in the conference. So. I'm not going to dog ODE for only having one victory when Tech only has two victories, one of which is against an FCS school and the other is against a team that only beat an FCS school. Although we could uh, keep consistent and beat another team whose only, who's only victory is against an FCS school.
2: That would yeah. certainly be a preferable uh, option. At this yeah, point, I certainly uh, hope so, Matt, that at,
3: we can yes, knock off a
1: team that, hasn't that has one yes one victory. And hasn't won an FBS game in three years.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the that's the rub on old Dominion. They didn't play last year, they decided to sit uh 2020 out, which, you know, fair enough. Kinda wish we did now. They I believe went (laughs) 0-12 in 2019. Is that true? Poor bastard. This shows how how, yeah, this shows how like rare it is for us to play them because we don't know anything about this team, this school. I know they beat us in the conference USA championship game, which was sad. In baseball, Parker Bates hit a hit a dinger in the top of the ninth, and then they hit a dinger in the, I believe, the bottom of the tenth to win the game.
1: So, well, OU is transitioning right now because they got a whole new coaching staff during COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, They had they had had golly, Matt. They had a head coach, the same head coach for eleven years, and then canned everybody. Uh, during COVID, they got a whole new lineup here, and uh, their current head coach comes from Penn State. Yeah, Ricky Ronnie so, from Penn yeah, State. Yeah, Ronnie. So they might be a team that in several years can compete, but right now they are pretty god awful. <laughs>
0: yeah. You remember when Tech traveled to Austin to lose to Texas 45 to 14?
1: I recall that. Mm-hmm.
0: That day what was, was the last time that ODU won a football game. Against uh, Well wow. I, that, that's not true actually, because that was an FCS team too. I was about to say. Okay, I have to go back further. Give me a second.
2: Jesus.
3: <laughs> wow. They beat they beat number thirteen Virginia Tech in twenty eighteen. I forgot yeah, about
1: that. Yeah, that was that was a fun one.
3: But their last FBS victory was at home against North Texas on November tenth, twenty eighteen.
1: Thirty-four to thirty-one. I'm looking at some of the scores of these games and ODU is destroyed by Wake Forest. They are destroyed by that school I don't name. Uh but then they lose by one point to Buffalo. They lose by only seven to UTEP at UTEP. And they lose by seven to Marshall. And
0: overtime.
3: Marshall.
1: Yeah, at Marshall and yeah. overtime. And and so, Marshall
3: needed a late touchdown to force that to overtime. Yeah.
1: So I don't think <laughs> now Marshall's
3: not necessarily great this year either, but
1: Right. I don't know how good or bad Marshall is. It looks they're four and three. They're kind of middle of the pack. Middle of the herd, if you will. I so, will. Uh, I
3: absolutely will, sir. Good. Nice
1: nicely done. So I am not gonna play this game of, oh, it's ODU. They only got one win. Because I hope we only have two. Well well, not <laughs> just because of that, because this is a team that is not playing super poorly uh yeah. every week. Now they did just get their shit kicked in by Western Kentucky who are three and four in the season yeah it seems and that, like that was of...
3: last week too so they're coming off a bye week here but yeah i
1: think matt you
3: you said that they're not playing super poorly which i think you know those well, scores definitely show there, that
1: are, but there are times where they play like shit but there are other times where they're <laughs> getting pretty close to knocking on the door of some victories here
3: yeah so why don't we look at you know what they do offensively first and see you know see if we can figure out like what's going on here i mean Just from the stat lines there, it doesn't look like they're, you know, they're they're not putting up a ton of yards or anything through the air. But Nathan, what do you have on this team offensively that kind of stands out?
0: Yeah, so if I'm a Monarch fan, I have some bad news. They can't run. They're averaging three and a half yards per carry. That's 110th in college football. Uh, None of the other stats make that look like it's an outlier or anything either. They also (laughs) can't pass. Uh, five and a half yards per pass, 125th in college football. Uh, I found this out. About one out of every 20 passes has been intercepted. About one out of every 10 dropbacks have resulted in a sack for the quarterback.
2: Wow. Yikes. That's is I mean, that, Maybe we'll are have we, a good defense? Are we today? worse
3: than that or better than that?
0: <laughs> we throw an interception uh, uh, just a little bit less than that. We throw an interception on 4% of our throws. And our sack rate is... 7% rather than about 10%. So we're better at both, but only barely.
2: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yikes.
0: I think the offense is I'm not yikes. why any of these games have been closed for Old Dominion.
3: I'm trying to figure something out here. Their starting quarterback was DJ Mack Jr. Every game until their last game against Western Kentucky, and I'm trying to find an article explaining why. So Hayden Wolf was their starting quarterback in that Western Kentucky game, and he... Uh, threw for 327 yards compared to DJ Mack, who was throwing for like 150 every game. So, yeah, it looks like they just benched their quarterback, DJ Mack, um, who won the starting job in camp and, and went with their second guy. And he seems like he did a little bit better there. So
0: Mack was the transfer from UCF who oh wow who took over for uh, Mackenzie Milton when oh, he got wow. injured.
3: Okay. And
0: Mack came to Old Dominion and hasn't really been all that impressive.
3: Yeah. So... Interesting. So uh, Ricky Ronnie says that Wolf is now the starter going forward. And so I, I don't know, maybe maybe they have a spark from that. Um, obviously, they lost that Western Kentucky game, but they put up a lot more offense in that game than they have. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, switching over to the defensive side of the ball, they've been better, I guess, you know, they're number 29 in the country in run defense, allowing 3.6 yards per carry and number 65 with 7.4 yards per pass allowed. So you know, not like terrible on defense. That's 52nd overall, but we've been playing teams that are like in the top 20 or 30 for the last four weeks. So it'll be nice to, to, you know, play a team that's a little bit lower. And also they're allowing a lot of points per game. So that 35.5 points per game that Nathan mentioned earlier is, you know, definitely troubling for the Monarchs, but like, you know, can, can a tech team that's put up an average of what, 10 points in the last uh two weeks come out and score again I, I don't know we'll see
0: it almost feels like the opposite of the problems that our offense has where we can move the ball down the field but we can't score once we get into inside the 40 or inside the 20 in the red zone what was it less than a point per trip inside the 40 against utep and then two points per trip inside the 40 against utsa what old dominions defense has been able to do is not give up yards but they've been giving up points which i guess is more important yeah but Remember, their offense is getting sacked and throwing interceptions at a rate that it doesn't really matter how good the defense is if they have to keep defending short fields, which is what I'm thinking is happening here. So I think the defense is better than even these numbers give them credit for. But if Tech can at all take advantage of the offense looking like the Tech offense has so far this year, then it doesn't really matter how good the defense is for Old Dominion. Tech may be able to take advantage of it.
3: Yeah, and I, I think you're on to something, too, with the turnover piece, Nathan, because they're currently ranked 122nd in turnover margin with minus one um, per game. So every game they're coming out, uh, you know, losing that turnover battle. And, you know, no matter how good your defense is, if you put them in bad positions, it's, it's just not going to it's not going to go well for you, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I think that sounds about right. So now we do players of the game. The interesting thing is that we don't know a lot about this Old Dominion team. They didn't play at all last year, and they haven't looked all that great this year, and it's a team that we've only played once in our entire time of KUSA before this year. So picking a player of the game may be a little difficult. I'm going to go with the safety, Artarium Johnson, who has two picks and four pass defense so far this year. Tech has struggled with turning the ball over lately, and so why not pick the guy who has done a good job of forcing that to happen on the other side of the ball?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go with their... Um... <clears throat> their leading receiver by yards and his name's Ali Jennings or Ally? I don't know. Ali, maybe? A-L-I. Perhaps.
1: I mean sounds like Ali. Ali
3: Jennings the third. Um he has caught twenty-nine passes this season through their seven games. Um only two touchdowns, but three hundred and eighty-three yards. But the reason I'm picking him is because he seems to have a little bit of a rapport with that backup quarterback that's now the starter. He caught thirteen passes. Um, for 172 yards against Western Kentucky uh, last week, or, or two weeks ago before their bye. So I mean, that's scary to me because you know Taco Joe told us to watch out for uh, Zachary Franklin, and then the second play, of the that game, way. yeah, the second play of the game, he he's he scored a 75-yard touchdown. So yeah, I I think that if Old Dominion's got like a, a new spark on offense, then that wide receiver may be the guy who causes it to turn into a fire, you know? You guys got one? That sounds about
2: right. Um, yeah, if I can. I mean, it's almost like, you know, piggybacking off of Evan, but I got uh, Zach Kuntz, their uh, yeah. tight end. I mean, he has the, their most receptions on the year so far, with 36. And, uh, I mean, he was the second leading leading receiver in the game against Western Kentucky. He had nine receptions for 119 yards. I mean, he's probably just a typical tight end safety valve. Like, he's always in the flat or something, just ready to catch a ball and just bust one open for a long run or so.
1: Yeah, Matt? Uh... I don't really know a lot about the quarterback situation. Uh, the one that pops up on their passing yards leader uh, stat sheet on ESPN is pretty horse shit. Um, they have a, a fairly decent runner uh, running back, Blake Watson. Uh, he's kind of on pace to have a near 1000. Well, he is on pace to have a, well, just about on pace, to have a 1000 yard rushing season. Uh, so he hasn't been too terribly bad. He's got eight less carries than our leading rusher has and has, uh, Uh, about 450 yards on the season, but only two touchdowns rushing. So doesn't really sound like a guy who, well, he's not a guy that gets in the end zone a lot, but definitely sounds like a guy that picks up the first downs and helps this team get in the scoring position. Uh, It's worth noting that our rushing leader, our rushing leader looks like it's Marcus Williams Jr. And he only has two touchdowns as well.
0: Russian touchdown actually just touchdowns in general by our offense have been yeah. hard to come so, by lately.
1: But that's my guy Blake Watson. Um but running backs that's kind of a fickle thing because you can shut down a running back fairly you can focus on a running back and shut them down, but I'm not sure if ODU has the the strength to make up for any offensive weapon being shut down because if they are as bad as they as their record looks then they must not be playing very well, at the quarterback position, but I wouldn't put it, I'm not putting it past them to compete in this game. And if they do really well, it's because probably because Blake Watson gets hot.
0: Yeah. Like you said, it probably wouldn't be a surprise if this game is competitive. Exactly. And the computer polls kind of think it's the same way. Massey gives tech a 56% chance to win a 27 to 24 final score prediction. ESPN FBI, a 61.8% chance to win for tech, Vegas right now favors the Bulldogs by six points with an over-under of 53.5. So that's just about a final score of 30-24 to predicted that they think the Bulldogs will win. But what do we think? Do we think we'll be close like that? Do we think that Uh, Tech just comes out and lays an egg like they have uh, the last couple weeks?
1: I'm going to go ahead and spoil my prediction for this game. I don't have a score. I've got LaTex winning this game um, simply because... uh, I just I don't see how they lose to a a, a one a one win team here, uh, and I think that it will be close. But I I still say Tech's going to win here. But yeah, I think to answer your question, it's going to be a, a, a fairly competitive game because these are two bad teams that have had competitive games all season. Uh, so it's kind of it might be the best game of the season for for like the most exciting game to watch. Uh, outside of the um, the southeastern game, I'm talking about this exciting game in which we win. So uh, I think it'll be fairly close. I think that the the winner's game will be decided by seven points or less for sure.
2: What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I think um, I think Tech wins this one. I mean, <laughs> as bad as we've been in, as much as it hurts to watch us play, I think we're not quite as down bad as Old Dominion at the moment. Which I mean, that's a lot due to Old Dominion He's not playing football at all last year as well. But I think, in theory, we got to get at least another win this season, and it might as well be this one. I mean, the team's got to show some kind of spark.
1: If not now, if then, not, now. then well, yeah. If I'm Tech, dead. if you're losing, if you're losing to ODU, uh, then you're down to uh, you're down to two and six, and you have to win the rest of your games, and that is probably not going to happen. So. If there's any chance of getting to that postseason, it's it's it starts up in Virginia.
2: Yeah, I think Tech probably wins this one like 35 21 ish, probably around like uh, th- like not quite a six-point line, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Vegas has usually been pretty right about Tech so far, so
1: you know. Uh, I well, mean, in terms of they weren't, wins
2: and losses, they weren't right last week. very wrong last week. So I had that seven. In terms points of right. winners and losses,
1: I guess, but yeah. uh, I had that seven points or less deal, so I uh. I still think that if I had to go with a decision right now, probably a four point win for tech.
0: Um, What do you think?
3: Yeah. I I think just looking at the way these teams match up ODU's defense's weakness is, um, is definitely the pass. Um, And we've shown that we're not super interested in running the football. Well, Uh, Um, so we're going to live and die with the pass. And last week, UTSA's uh pass defense wasn't great either but we we were relatively successful at moving the football through the air we just ah, weren't yes. successful in scoring those points right um uh, odu on the other hand allows a lot of points so i, I think that you know matching us up we the were the 25th passing offense in the nation with 20 uh, 277 yards uh per game um old dominion is the uh 67th best pass defense 227 yards per game so i think that that's the key to watch it if tech um can move the ball through the air which we have um we have we can be successful now what's the key to that we talked about it in the last episode was the offensive line right (sighs) and can old dominion cause havoc um well so far this year, they've they've got 12 sacks and their leading sacker has three, uh, a Maury Morrison, a defensive end and Marcus Haynes what has a two
1: name, and a half. Yeah. Morrison.
3: Yeah. And, and then Marcus Haynes also has two and a half. So if those two guys can just double their sack totals like we've allowed opponents to do lately, <laughs> then, uh, it, it it very well might be another loss, but. I just don't think that these teams defensively or this team defensively is as good as the last two we've played or really the last four we've played. I don't, I don't know. However many games we've lost in a row have all had pretty good defenses. So I think tech will get back on track here and I think it'll be, you know, not the prettiest win, but nothing right now is pretty. So I'll say like 30, no, I'll say 25 to 20 tech wins. What a strange score. <laughs> yep. hey, love to see it ugly. All right. My turn. Everybody picked tech to win. So what's Nathan going to do
0: at halftime? Tech will be down 21 to three.
1: Um, all right.
0: Tech will continue to struggle with offensive line play throughout most of the first half of the game. Uh, the defense just gives up the tic-tac down the field kind of stuff uh, that we saw against UTSA where the passes aren't all that impressive. But if you can't cover a slant route because you're only playing man to man coverage and not helping with linebackers, then they're going to be able to pick up 10 yards at a time doing that. But halftime happens. Something changes. I don't know who gives the speech in the locker room. I don't know what kind of mental thing happens, but somehow something changes. Tech comes back and wins 35 to 24.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: and won't lose again for the rest of the season.
2: Wow, that's the bold. Whoa, that's that's <laughs> fucking
1: bold. Whoa. Imagine a world where Tech uh, fucking goes seven and five, gets to a bowl and goes eight and five. Or somehow, fucking UTSA goes on a long, like a long losing skid. We make the Cusa championship and win. <sighs> job, obviously, no, obviously, none of that's going to happen. Um, no. But if it did, if it did, if somehow, uh, well, I don't think it's possible now because UTSA is in the West and they're eight zero, so the most games they could lose is four. They've, <laughs> they've got four. They've got four conference games left and we only
3: have two conference losses. It's right not an overall What's,
0: record, it's just conference record.
3: It's possible. No, it's
1: not, because they got head-to-head.
3: If they lose all four games and we don't lose again, we beat them by two games. It doesn't matter.
1: Oh, that's true. So yeah. uh It's not going to happen. No, but... If, yeah. if,
3: if, then if we if still I, have to worry
0: about UAB yeah, and Utah, So we actually if have if to I, do some math there.
1: If by some miracle Tech won the KUSA championship and won their ball game and went like nine to five, I would be the biggest... I would turn into the... If you think I'm an asshole now, I would turn into the most insufferable fuck that anyone has ever heard of or seen or read about in history. I will be one that people are going to. It's going to be like Red Dead Redemption, man. People are going to want me like they're going to pe- have me up on posters like find this tech fan. We need we like this unbearable man who won't stop trolling us. Uh, I can live the dream. It's not going to happen, though. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, I, interesting.
0: All four of us pick tech to win
2: we're fucked yeah we're gonna fucking lose and it's gonna break my heart
0: one more note about that 2014 game though taylor heineke the current washington football team quarterback was old dominion's quarterback and when i was looking for a pronunciation guide and could not find one in their current media guide uh there's an entire page devoted to him winning the walter payton award the year before or two years before in 2012 before they moved up and joined cusa they were an fcs school yeah. So Tech has played two Walter Payton Award winning quarterbacks in the, the past few years, and both of them have torched our defense. So maybe we should just stop playing those guys.
2: But yeah, oh, I'm saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so now time for tweet of the week. We have two this time. Evan, what's the runner up?
3: Yeah, the runner up is our our guy Beck Haynes, um, who is the co-host of Blue Tech Blue Radio. If y'all uh, recognize him, but he tweeted last night uh, during the game. <laughs> Y'all think LHSAA would take us, which that's the Louisiana High School Athletic Association, I think. So, uh, yeah, so just uh, great. just, you know, funny realignment.
0: Are we, are we even big enough to be 5A in the state of Louisiana? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, uh, yeah, yeah, we got We got enough yeah. students. We got enough that. students, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. OK, that's,
3: that's good. That's just oh, we're, we're, clear, we're clear. Slide, high, slide high was 5A, so yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. That's
1: true. My school was 4A, and then we were 5A after I left. Was it because of you? No.
3: All right. So the second tweet of the week is um, at Reddit CFB, the college football subreddit says our condolences to the AAC graphics team who has to navigate this minefield. And it is a bunch of logos from the uh, from the new conference, um, including SMU and Temple, which spells smut, and Charlotte and North Texas, uh, which spells I, the, I don't know the about, c word yeah i guess uh, i guess i could say that word but and then also uh charlotte uh south, <laughs> south florida and memphis which spells come and <laughs> my know. favorite of all which is navy uh utsa and charlotte which spells nutsack <laughs> which is just so funny without the k um yeah without of course without the k uh, but yeah. quick um, if we
0: if we change our name of the university very quickly louisiana tech yeah a, a yeah yeah that's that's it <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. tweets of the week yeah man. and also
3: shout out to the guy who responded to that uh nutsack tweet with uh with uh, aziz ansari's character from parks and recreation saying it's beautiful i've looked at it for five hours now because <laughs> that is exactly how i felt looking at that it's so funny uh, That's so tweet. funny so, <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that does wrap it, about wrap it up for this episode of the GoTech Please do Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E. Or we'll head to our blog where we sometimes have posts up, but we also have contests up. Uh, we we're recording this pretty early in the week, yeah. so I'm not sure if Evan has Sunday any kind of update that he's made.
3: So <laughs> I still yeah. have
0: not uh, updated you anything. haven't done anything the last <laughs> half hour while we've been recording Boy. this this episode?
3: But the contest is out. Go to gtpdd.dog/contest. The pickem is out. Go to gtpdd.dog/pickem. Uh, check your scores by going to the standings pages of both of those, or just check it on Twitter because normally I post um, a little bit of a recap on there. So, yeah, that's that's all I got. Do the contest and stuff.
0: Do the contest, and while you're there, buy a shirt. Gtpdd.dog/shop where this is the final time I'll mention the fact that our October Shirt of the Month is a We Have Football shirt that's supposed to dig at UAB, but, eh, they, they, can, <laughs> they can take it now. They're in AAC, AAC school now. This shirt goes away on Sunday, and a new one shows up on Monday, so if you want that shirt, you should get it now. Again, that's gtpdd.dot.dog/slash/shop. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. I'm Go Tech. Please don't die.
1: Yeah, that's gotta be the one, the nutsack one. Yeah, a, no, oh, yeah, nutsack is nuts, yeah, that's Nutsack
3: better. made me laugh so many times. <laughs> oh my god. That was fucking so funny.